Today's podcast is presented by our friends at the Iowa State University Foundation, who are constantly trying to strengthen the Cyclone community. You can support tomorrow's big ideas with a gift today. Be loud, be proud, be a part of the movement, and donate to the college or a department that you are passionate about today. Loyal and forever true, let's all help Move What Matters by visiting MoveWhatMatters.com today. Williamson Bloom on a Wednesday. The recording time of this is around 1.45 Wednesday, August 2nd. It could be dated any minute, just being honest with you. We are presented, as always, by our friends at MacDyne and the MacDyne Corporation. Uh, Williamson Bloom on a Wednesday. Great place to work. Better people there at MacDyne. Bloom, we need to get over to one of those MacDyne socials again. Are, are, we invited, a, are we invited after last time? I would think so. We, were, just, we behaved ourselves. We behaved ourselves. You but, didn't play William Hung until later in the evening when most of the crowd. Uh, you know, it was a classy crowd. I wasn't wasn't trying to ruin the the social there, Marshalltown. We love MacDyne. It's a phenomenal company. It is spelled M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E. M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E. And they are a proud supporter of what we do here at Cyclone Fanatic and the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. We have a ton to get to today, but before we do so, let's fire up a little English, shall we? All right, not going to screw around. Anything happening? A lot happening right now, as you well know. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to get the gambling stuff out of the way. And we'll also do full disclosure. I mean, we're going to talk about what we know, uh, where we think this could be going. And um, the, the problem is, it's like, so the Decker's news drops. We kind of alluded to the fact that we didn't think he would be the quarterback a week ago, if you listen to the Wednesday or it was, yeah, the Wednesday yeah. pod. Um, so we've kind of got that conversation out of the way. Now everything goes to well, what else is next. And while we certainly are aware of the speculated names, this is just still a slippery slope print because here's the good news. <laughs> there is some, I think the criminal stuff is over with. Okay. I think you're right. If that's the case, then that's good news. And then you move on to NCAA suspensions and that type of thing. I do think what we had happen on Tuesday night was as dramatic as it will get. Yes. And, and honestly caught me by surprise, the details that were alleged and it did me too. From what I understand caught pretty much every, nobody knew, nobody knew that. So the actual details, everyone's like, Oh my gosh, how did, how did uh, Iowa State not know? Well, they, they didn't know. They, they The DCI has no interest in informing them of what they found or anything until they had to file that criminal complaint, and that's what we saw yesterday. And, and very I, similar types of infractions committed, allegedly, in Iowa City as well from a couple of different student-athletes over there. Yeah, I think it's important to point out that the when you read through all this stuff, it's really the the words tampering with records are mm-hmm. are what seem to be the sticking points. So we all kind of thought it was underage stuff, which it was, but it's the fraudulent acts of betting under somebody else's name 
which appears to be the serious parts of these crimes, I guess, yeah, alleged uh, crimes. And that's the misdemeanor then is yes. the tampering. It's not the actual gambling. The, the actual gambling is an NCAA violation. Uh, but what the criminal part of it is where this whole reason this thing got started to begin with was the underage part. And then what they found by doing the underage investigation was the tampering of using parents' IDs to gamble underage and placing bets that way. All because, and the big question is, how? why did this happen to begin with? We don't know. Like That's, that's what's most frustrating is you're getting these details, which is, I guess, helpful to understand, okay, we got something now, which is better than zero. But then it just leads to so many more questions like, well, why did this happen to begin with? I mean, they, they, they brought this investigation. They got any Wazirika involved from 2021. That Deckers supposedly bet on an Iowa State game in 2021. So, I mean, I didn't even know they could go back that far, for one, mm-hmm. which just shows you the power of the technology of the data of, of what's possible these days. But what what started this, and then what allowed them to just you know, sweep all that data for, for literally a couple of years as part of this investigation. And, and then to your point, the, the big question is, well, what's next? Like, I think if, if you could just rip the bandaid off and just get it over with, it'd be better than now. And it's now it's just like, it was a slow drip. Then it kind of went away. And then it was a geyser yesterday, but mm-hmm. it's not over with. There's more coming yeah. from the NCAA. And that's what's frustrating is, we still don't know when that will happen or how it will happen. And then I mean, we can assume, I think, safely, C-Dub, I mean, Decker said it in the article that he has withdrawn from the football team. Correct. He will not be a part of the football program, at least for the foreseeable future. There are other people, and then Dodge Souser was the other name, the the backup yes. offensive lineman, who was also underage and potentially using a somebody else's login. Sorry about that. There you go. You're, 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 what's the news now? Um, but there's others we think that are coming that may not be criminal. But what does that mean for the? And, and obviously, you, you worry about the criminal part first. But then, what does it mean for NCAA eligibility in the in this upcoming football season with media day two days around the corner? So it was it was good to hear the news. I mean, not good to hear the news, but at least you heard something. But it led to so many more questions, and I think it was startling to me. For one, I'm like, wow, did not realize the extent of what was happening. We, I think we almost convinced ourselves that it was, oh, it was just, you know, 10 bucks, 20 bucks here on an NBA or an NFL game. When you start messing with college sports, your own school, your own team, that gets super dicey really quickly. And while I feel bad for the individuals involved here, it's also like, you got to know better at the yeah. same time. So it's like, I feel bad because again, everybody's doing it. I get that. But also you can't, yeah. you can't do that. I think everybody's betting. I don't think everybody's betting you on can't their bet own. on your own team. Yeah. yeah even if like Pete Rose still can't make the, like that is, that is, if you're a student athlete or anybody associated, you just can't do that and expect to, that that's okay. Yeah. And then that's why, we wait and see on, um, you know, the rest of these guys. Yeah. Right. Cause it's like, I think there's a huge difference and I would guess the majority of our audience would too. If the, if these guys are betting on like the Stanley cup mm-hmm. compared to, um, 
Big 12 football. Like that's a, and I hope there's some, and the NCAA has, they put out the new guidelines. So they're trying to evolve with this. But again, like, I just don't think we can stress this enough that Iowa State doesn't know yet. As far as I'm concerned, and we've been reporting on this to premium subscribers as much as we can, they, the fact finding, I believe, was going on last week as far as the gathering to see, get passwords yeah. so they can go through and do the math. What were you betting on? How much? Why did it? And people will ask, well, why did it take that long? It's, it's, I don't know. I, 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 I can't so answer many that. Questions. I don't, I don't have an answer to that. But now I do think we're at the tail end of this thing, which is good. I yes. just want to get it over I, with. I'm with you. I'm just mad. I'm mad at the whole situation. It's really screwed the whole summer for not even a selfish for everybody. No. Like it's been a giant distraction for everybody. And I feel bad for the, the coaches and the players on the yes. current football team I, more than anybody. I mean, they don't have to deal with this crap right now. They didn't do anything to do with it. And yeah. now everybody's questioning them as if, you know, they had some loose ship running. And we know that's not the case. But you can't monitor 18 to 22-year-olds at all hours. I don't think this is indicative of a greater problem or anything. It's just... I, that's why I'm sympathetic to the guys that are going to get caught up in this, but also I'm not. If you're going to bet on your own team, it's like that's... I'm not sympathetic th- that to that. Not sympathetic at all. Yeah, yeah you can't do that. You mm-hmm. can't... I don't. And I know Hunter... This is Decker's, all alleged. Alleged, yeah. yeah. He had what? Uh, average bet was like $8, $9. It's like you just want to grab and say, it's not worth it, man. Like that's... In my opinion, not the worth it. worst thing that we've learned through these... Um, charges was the Awazarike stuff. Yeah, because he actually was playing. Correct. I, I it's just because you, you, I met any, and he's he's not a bad guy. I said that just, I was on with Ken Miller today, and he's like, "Did you ever get to know Awazarike?" He's like, "Yeah, I've interviewed him a lot. He's a he's super nice, really good guy." And I just, I, I just, I'm just mad at the whole situation, and and it still bugs me. And I get why they have to be punished now. But also, Absolutely. why in the heck is it only in this state? Mm-hmm. And that's, I, I understand, well, they did it. They did. But Iowa and Iowa State are now going to be examples of for the end of time. Like, this is going to be looked at as... Trent Condon told me today on KXNO when I was doing an interview with those guys. And this is like Trent's wheelhouse. He's got a ton of connections, and so I trust him. He said the Iowa baseball player that got charged last night was how the thing started. But like but why did it start with him even? Like that would be my question. And then what led to a greater investigation to Geo Vince, the right. Stark performance. And then go center. back two years. Yeah. And then yeah. That what was the motivation of I, I don't know. I, I don't know. And and why did you stop to like this is a question that I've had. Like if you if this was truly like an underage gambling crackdown like we were initially told but it's hard to tell if that's even accurate now because it seems to be more of the tampering fraud type stuff that is really what's the big deal here but like why did northern iowa have a geofence did i would love to know that you know i and I, i don't know the answer to that maybe they did and they just haven't had anybody get in trouble and then the other question i have is well is this applied to everybody in the state then 
I mean, I've shared a password, not not a sports app password, but I. That's my, technically fraud. I share Netflix passwords with my family. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, that's what we're talking about here, right? Or or your YouTube TV password. Although technically that's a shared account, but you get my point. Everybody has shared a password before. It, are, are, if you're an everyday Joe and, and your your brother used your login to, to make a bet or two for you when you were out of state, is that? I don't I mean, know. That, I don't that's know. That's the thing is like, why? I think that's what's, that, what has everybody frustrated. There's like, I understand, the, I understand why this happened, but also it still seems pretty choosy and selective of criteria that was applied to the two main schools in the state and specifically on those campuses. Williams and Bloom Wednesday is presented by our friends at Kelderman Manufacturing. Bigger, bolder, better. If you guys want to get a little get away from work for the day, go to kelderman.com and you can see all these badass truck accessories that they have. Daddy's got me salivating. I just got me a new I went with the diesel from Carl Chevrolet. Is that a diesel machine? Yeah, it's it, we call it the baby diesel, but I, I'm I'm obsessed with it though because it gets way better gas mileage than your normal gasoline engine. And I'm having Kelderman Manufacturing. They're going to put a badass grill even, on the new Cyclone Fanatic Mobile even, for me. I bet Kelderman can even make me look good in a truck. And I I, I don't know about I that. Yeah, I just don't know I, if I you don't look want to get get over my. Although skis. yeah, you're right. A, a Kelderman truck could make I mean, you work. Look yeah. pretty badass. Yeah. I think so. Kelderman.com. Check them out. They they do really, really high-quality suspension products for those heavy-duty trucks, trailers, RVs. And they've got all sorts of badass truck accessories down there in Oskaloosa. Also presented today by Gravitate Coworking. GravitateCoworking.com. We had a great tweet from our friend Chris Shipley last week, who's a big listener to the show. And he and a group of guys get together weekly, I believe, to do a networking coffee at Gravitate Coworking in there Windsor Heights, Love which it. is great. He said, just wanted to let you guys know that your advertising works. And we appreciate that, Chris. Uh, GravitateCoworking.com. You can find all those great co-working locations here in the state of Iowa. Do you have any more on the gambling or should we just jump into realignment? Well, so the, the, no, the next question is, what about what's the quarterback situation? So yes. we, we know that, right? So the, I, Deckers is... I think we can all assume Deckers has probably played his last game at Iowa State. Mm-hmm. I think that's an assumption that can be made here on a Wednesday. So what does that mean? And I think that I think this position actually, in a weird way, it's like I'm glad now you move on mm-hmm. right now. So now it's like, all right, Rocco, all right, JJ Cole, all right, Tanner Hughes. Uh, it's a big question now that happens on media day on Friday. Who is the, who is the quarterback? And I I think for one, it'll be interesting to see how Matt handles that. Um, but then secondly, just how do those guys handle it? They're going to be asked about it. I think Rocco's the guy. I do. I mean, I'm excited for You've Rocco. You've heard rumblings that he had a really good spring. I, we talked about it last week, but I am... I was told... I, I started poking around last night after all this came out because I wrote a column on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys want to... If you prefer the written word on this, it's not... It was in depth as I could make it at the time. Um, but I was told the same thing that Rocco... Was, was pretty good in camp. I think that the program's message will be, he's our guy. Um, but, uh, I mean, Matt's also proven that he'll play freshman, right? 
I mean, you go back to that first year with David Montgomery and Deshante Jones, and then you go to Brock Purdy. There's he plays freshman if they're good enough. So if you know Rocco has more experience, but he's not proven. He hasn't proven anything. You are correct. So I mean, you you go at it with those two. I don't think Tanner Hughes is going to be the starting quarterback at Iowa State. I do not. I do. And they were consistent with this with me from the second they brought him in. He's a really good running quarterback, and I think he could be utilized in some Land Ram, Joel Dozer type packages. Really athletic kid, big kid. And the one thing I've gotten back about him is that he's been really good this offseason as far as showing up early, you know, all that culture type stuff. And honestly, they like him in that capacity. Iowa State last year really struggled to run from the quarterback position, which was weird because Deckers was straight line speed, really good. But he had maybe, what, one or two runs over 10 yards last year? Like, it wasn't the threat as it was when Purdy was around where Brock would just make something happen. That's another dimension that can really help this offense. And here's what I'll say about the quarterback. Talent-wise, is it, it doesn't matter who it is, it's a drop-off from Deckers. I, I just yes. arm talent. Um, but there's so much more to the quarterback position. And I was thinking about this uh, yesterday, that something to maybe ping at, at media day. The clock rules in the NCAA and college football are changing this year. They will now run on first downs. Yeah. Point is, these games are going to go faster. If you can run the ball, you can make Bill Snyder would have had a heyday with this stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of work. I was talking to Hal Mummy about this. I, I which, think a little name drop of all name drops there, but yeah. like it's a big concern for those air raid types. It, it should be because yeah. you, if you can run the ball anymore in college football, I think you're going to see a shift starting this year. It, it's just like in the NFL. If you can run the ball, great. You can just suck the life out of the game. The, the clock will keep running. So what, what does that all that mean in regards to Iowa State? If Iowa State can run the ball, regardless of the quarterback, it can still have success and more success than it had last year. Doesn't it just feel like the, the blueprint is 2017 here? That's exactly what the blueprint is. Is your defense is going to be elite. Yeah. Offense cannot screw it up. And special teams has to be good. That's it. That's your blueprint. Yeah. Look at the numbers from 2017 offensively. Not that great. No. They're fine. Yeah. Everyone remembers some of the big moments that year, <laughs> particularly the Oklahoma game. Those Kyle Kemp just lobs downfield. <laughs> just let Allen go get it. <laughs> yep, go get it, big guy. Um, but uh, Montgomery's yards per carry wasn't that good, but he was able to grind out first downs when they needed to in a couple of those games. Like, look at great examples at Texas Tech game that year. Iowa State won on the road. It was ugly. I think David had like 35 carries. It, was, it wasn't a pretty game. But I thought just, that was their best win of the year because they followed up the Oklahoma win. Yeah. You know? Ex- the great great memory. Um, because, you know, you kind of thought the Oklahoma game was a fluke and it was a Showa-type deal. And then they come back against TCU. And yeah, that TCU that game four was, year, it was... Was it Oklahoma, then Kansas? Remember, Kansas was like, oh, they, they were, were really horrible. bad. And then yeah. Tech, and then yeah. TCU. And that yeah. was... But yeah, and that, that was when the whole was that when Brocktober? No, that was before that. that. Was before that, yeah. Uh, but it it just showed. Well, that, that was when they started just winning all those October, October games. games. So, but they yeah. like that TCU game. Another good example, C Dub. That was ten to seven. Yeah, ten to six, nine so to whatever. six. Whatever was something like that. Thirteen to six. Fourteen to yeah. ten. Like you, you don't need to. With the defense is going to be really good. I am I am very yeah. optimistic. This, so this you, orange you, in the middle is 
really uh, you want a you want a little nugget yeah i'd love it love nuggets remember we used to have a, a true freshman uh, middle linebacker a couple of years ago named mike rose mm-hmm. may have another true freshman that might be in the really? starting lineup maybe pushing who jack sadowski that's a good football name too it is a great great football name from chicago so there's there's guys there i think nugget i think the defense will be fine and again if the offense can just churn out some first downs not turn the ball over a bunch the clock's gonna run this year you can win games 17 to 14 21 to 17 and you don't need to light up the offense and i i don't know i how does this change the outcome for the season to be quite frank i i don't know if it does i don't i don't think i was asinine I don't Are think you talking about just Deckers or everything else that's coming? Just Deckers. Oh, okay. Just the Deckers. Okay. Yes. No, no, right. The whole, okay. the other stuff coming, yes, that's okay. obviously part of the conversation. But Got just it. pure okay. quarter. Understood. If, if I'm looking at just quarterback, quarterback play from last year to what I think Rocco or JJ or whoever it is. Yeah, you're right do, on the don't screw it up thing. Just don't screw it up. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just don't turn the ball over. He's going to beat to that with these young quarterbacks is... is is Matt blowing smoke or does he really love these tight ends? Because really, like they got to be good there, and you got to block. Yeah, they got to be good there. That's that's Sa- a huge key. And they're those safety guys that if you when you when you need to bail out, like Lazard was for Kyle Kempt, maybe it's those tight ends, or maybe it's Jaden Higgins. Yeah, I think Jalen Knoll can be fine. So, you know, offensively from the quarterback spot, this was a bummer, but it's also like from last year to this year. You need to grow at that position anyway. Probably be a good day to ask our friend Hope Wood to come on the show with all this lot law stuff. She's a she's a hell of a lawyer. She does a will in a day. He meant because we need to get our wills done because of the stress. <sighs> My blood pressure was popping through the roof last night at about nine o'clock. Hopewoodjd.com. If you use the promo code Fanatic, you can get fifty percent off. There are a lot of people I know listening who are having kids and stuff for the first time. If you're one of those people, get that will done. Hopewoodjd.com. Will in a day. She gets it done for you. Use the promo code FANATIC, and you will get $50 off. I also wanted to thank, before we get into the realignment talk, our friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart. We are in this beautiful studio, and we don't have video today. We apologize for that. We're probably going to have video most of the way on Wednesdays, uh, but we had some... It's, it's cut us some slack. It's been a... It's been a day. It's been 48 hours. Uh, but we had this beautiful location in Ankeny that was furnished by our friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart. Um, I, I I grew up, Bloom, going to Nebraska Furniture. That was like a treat for our family. We would drive from southwest Iowa and go up and see Mrs. B's and all that, all that good stuff. But then your wife actually works at Nebraska Furniture Mart there in Clive with she our does. with our good buddy Tim Mullen, who does picks with us during the week. And, um, they, so they, the, the one thing there, they don't technically have furniture there, but so my entire house, now my entire office is furnished from Nebraska furniture mart. And it's so easy to do your online shopping. And then they deliver here and they just, you know, we, we had it all like pre put together. They walked it in here. They put it exactly where we told them to. It was an incredible experience. And my favorite part is this badass NBA jam machine that we have in the corner i'm thinking we should get one more game machine in the corner for nebraska tea. furniture mart golden tea that's one you want golden you're, you're gonna be in here a lot or so. silver strike i was thinking about the old buck hunter no, I, don't, I don't know this is kind of tacky 
Really? Kind of tacky is the word yeah, you would use. I'm not, We're an Iowa State this podcast. A, oh, this is a this is a quality studio. We're not bringing a big buck hunter in here. Well, watch me. If you guys uh, remember that NFM Nebraska Furniture Mart, they're a great partner of ours, and this is a gorgeous studio. We're just we're so thankful for that partnership. All right, um, realignment. It's crazy that this is the second story here on your Williams and Bloom Wednesday. I'm going to go to our guy Dan Wetzel. Boy, you talk about a guy who pumped up that We Will beer. Yeah, that Dan Wetzel Ames, man just he's crushed his, it. it uh, Released on the 25th, by the way. I'm okay. sending a six-pack to Wetzel. Nice. Although, um, it's probably not legal, now that uh, I think about it. I'm going to leave a six-pack for Wetzel whenever he comes to the state. This is the lead from Wetzel's piece today. The Big Ten has begun exploratory discussions about expanding membership to 18 or even 20 teams. Industry sources have told Yahoo Sports. The schools being considered are Oregon and Washington if the lead adds two schools and Cal and Stanford if it wants to move to 20. All four institutions are currently members of the Pac-12. This comes a day after Klyakov, the uh, Pac-12 commissioner, presented what seemingly was a really bad television. I, I had been telling our premium subs that I had heard that it was the MLS. I've been saying this for a while. My sources all indicated in the in the industry that it was going to be an MLS style thing with Apple TV. It seems like that's what was presented to them. We were not in the meeting, but I'm going off of reporting from my friend Jason Shear at 247. Yep. And that, that seems like what happened a day after the Big Ten is now exploring. And then I watched a video with Arizona State athletic director ray anderson today and boy is his tone changed about the big 12 conference is it in, in a more positive way now uh it was very much instead of like the nose in the air it was well arizona state's going to be fine wherever we end up interesting that, so that type of stuff so i don't want to connect too many dots but it would lead me to believe the big 10 is looking at those two to four it means the four, the corner four they're coming to the big 12. they're coming to the big 12 it certainly feels that way it, uh i, I I've thought that Arizona was as close to you can get it to a lock after Colorado. It seems like, you know, they had their regents meeting and, Yesterday. you know, if you take this president Robbins at his word, uh, he's been saying he thought that them and Arizona state would stay together. And then a report by Pete Thamel from ESPN who's really good said that he thought these four corners would stay together you piece all the puzzles together from yeah. the national reporting plus Pretty. what we've been able to acquire on our own at Cyclone and Fanatic. I think the four corners will all be in the Big 12. They will have to work out some stuff with... Here's the thing that nobody's talking about. Um, the, the one thing that nobody's talking about is the money with the networks. Mm -hmm. If the Big 10 is going to take on these Pac-12 schools, they will be at a lesser price. I promise you that. I've been told that the Big 12's pro rata does not include UConn because they are not a current Power 5. So if UConn would come to the league, that would be for less money. Okay, UConn would get less money. If the other three Pac-12 school come, they would not be. They get a full share. Yes. But does TV want to do that? I've been told that TV wants the Big 12 at 14. So then you have to, you have to divide it up then, and that might be the cost of business. We'll see. I, I don't know. I don't know the answer. You would but potentially then lose, if I do my math here, it'd be several million dollars per school. 
I don't know the answer to lose it. because of that. But so here's the interesting thing. I mean, the Pac-12 is literally hosed because their contract is up. Their grant of rights is up. They have no way to keep these guys together. And if you're the corner four, well, Colorado's already in, but if you're Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah, and you see this report of Oregon and Washington, you are— Get the hell you out You are of there. effed. Yeah. Like, you can't—it's gone. It's done. Like, they need to be on the next plane that they can get on, the next life raft they can get on. If they can get in the Big 12, they need to do that soon. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, your mark's going to pit them all against each other. Like, yeah, who, and, who wants and then in? you just wait on the ACC yeah, to explode. Wait. At that so, point, because you technically like don't have to do anything if you're the Big Twelve. You and, need the one more, and that's it. You get to good. fourteen, and then you wait. Because the ACC's got its own issues right now. You had the yes. Florida State Board of Trustees chair saying the grant of rights is not a problem for them anymore. Yeah, they could potentially. So now, if you're the Big Ten, do you you know you could get Oregon and Washington? Do you want to wait now for North Carolina and Virginia, <sighs> or like? God, the Big Ten is just arrogant enough to care about Stanford and Cal. Yes. You know, like they're – That's the, – I yeah. But they, I, they're just arrogant enough to still care about but then that the, stuff. The, then the interesting thing is, then is North Carolina and Virginia and Louisville all, all hosed. When do they Clem, all come to the Big Clemson 12? and Florida – how big do you, how big can you get? It's going to be three leagues. You're going to have three leagues when this is all said and done. Which is – So stupid. So dumb. But it's you're right. That's where either somebody's getting left out or you have three monster leagues. Yeah. That's where we're gonna end up. And then three three leagues, gonna, three leagues of twenty? They're gonna be three leagues of twenty. Or twenty two. And, and it's all gonna be in divisions that are geographical, just like we And they're all gonna cross just, over each hey, other. Hey, earmuffs. If you if you got kids listening, earmuffs. Just like we fucking been telling them to do for the last fifteen years. Here's okay, I just again this I, is so stupid. Th- so this on this point, this made me laugh, um, and I needed a good chuckle this morning because it's been, it, yeah, it's, it's been a day. It's been it's been an interesting twenty four hours. So our guy, our guy Stu, right? Our guy Stu, who, who apparently wants to come back on the podcast, is that a fact? Maybe. Yeah, yeah we've talked. Maybe we've talked. Okay. Yep. Uh, Stu was concerned about this this realignment thing. Wiping entire conferences off the map and thus entire regions of college football losing interest. That's interesting. Kind of been talking about that for a while, Stu. It's <laughs> like seriously. Kind well, of like when you guys wanted to wipe out the, the entire whole Big planes. Twelve and you were laughing about it. Yeah. Hmm. Stu. Tough. Tough break. I and I feel I do feel bad for Oregon State and Washington State. They are. They would actually be perfect fits for the Big Twelve. They just, they just don't. But they don't have any. And I feel bad because Iowa State could could have easily been them. Oh, absolutely, really close yep. to being them. So, but for now, Stu cares though. Stu cares now. <sighs> I think he also told us that Apple would never, never do anything maybe like maybe like ten years from now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I yeah, feeling punchy today. A little punchy, a little punchy is uh, blowing. Oh, I'm angry. The world. <sighs> yeah, it's not been fun, but nonetheless, we appreciate all of our great listeners. I, I do think media in, day coming up on Friday. In in a weird way, it's just like get all of this over with. I agree completely. In August, completely like, agree. Give me two. I'll deal with this for two more weeks, and then when we get to the season, I want to worry about the season. 
Because I, I just think get to football and then it feels a little bit normal. It's almost like this COVID. It feels, feels like three years ago. The COVID thing was just overshadowing everything. Like all this stuff. There's so much stuff going on that it's like, oh, yeah, well, the, you know, at the end of the day, there's going to be a game. Mm-hmm. And then we can forget about all the stuff. We complain about the officials. We'll talk about the kickers and the. We'll talk about the yeah, yeah, just complain about something. I don't want I like DCI NIL. Tra- yeah. I, all this. Want to watch like, the games? Just let me watch the game. I just want to watch. the I want to get for a back bit. to doing my locks of the week. <laughs> Not have people looking down upon me. Can you can you say that anymore? Locks. <laughs> right? Right? Like, I mean, it's, uh, I know. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, what a world. But no, it's just like, get it over with. In a big picture, let's just, I'm going big picture. I'm an optimist, as everybody knows. This last two weeks has actually been a, a positive for Iowa State. The gambling thing is not great. Not a good look. But I think it's a blip on the college sports landscape. It'll all get fixed. I think the rules are now put in place. Unfortunately, for Iowa State and Iowa, you are this the guinea sucks. pig. Yeah. And you're the one who has to take the front of it, the brunt of it here at the forefront. But, you know, someone who's going to have to be somebody and get it over with, and it'll make college sports better down the road. Now that everybody knows what the punishment's going to be going forward, and this is just something you can There you go. Get. Bloom, it'll make college athletics better down the road. There you go. That's what we're all going to no, take from today. And, and the fact that Iowa State has a home. Like, this is... Give me I'm, this news. I'm pissed because you know me. I I love this realignment stuff. Like I'm really mad do. that this show got hijacked by <laughs> this gambling deal. We had a a CIA agent openly admit that we have aliens in our custody last week. Came on the us. same day the Big Twelve expanded, hmm. and and now with, we're blocked out of a, with all this. Anything to do with the Denver airport? We're gonna talk about that. It's near Boulder. But you know what's great is we're going to be flying into the Denver That's airport right. a lot, That's right. and we can do some investigations. That's all are I you, know. Are you prepared to take on the Utah fans? I'm ready. Okay. I've, I feel like I was born for this moment. Well, I feel like they are going to be just extra hated by everybody in the Big 12. They're not off to a great start. I, actually, yeah, it's Bring them on. Like, we need rivals. We need people to dislike. I hate Utah. Yeah. So between them and UCF. I'm a big BYU guy. Go go Cougs. I'm, I love love me some but Cougars. Looking forward to having Rob Gray writing on yes. Friday at Media Day. And That'll be great. And having some football topics if we can get there. We will get there. Uh, Connor, Rob, and Jacqueline and I are all going to be at Media Day on Friday. Um, and then we're off to regular fall camp reports starting next week so that thank goodness this is moving this is moving on but there is more coming i just don't yes. know how you're going to find out and when but there there's there's more coming there's more coming i just hope it's it's not as stark and i don't think it will be as dramatic as tuesday night was i am almost that, positive and it that will even not be. and i knew it was somewhat going to come eventually and even i was like holy crap yeah i didn't know that it was like yeah. that I, I really didn't. I had no clue, and I don't think many people did. As I, as I like to say to all of you, we have dealt with a lot of crap being Cyclone <laughs> fans. Add it to the list, everybody. Have add a it, great add it to the list. rest of your Wednesday. If you're listening on Wednesday, if it's Thursday morning, hello. Uh, shout out to Jeff Woody and Grant Mahoney, now the newest member of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Yeah, our, our special teams unit got a lot better. Yeah, we got a kicker. 
We have more announcements on that coming too. It's just we're going to make them and stuff happens, right? Stuff happens. He's Brent Bloom. My name's Chris Williams. Thanks for listening on a Williams and Bloom Wednesday. We're presented, as always, by Mechdyne. This is the